0: Welcome to The Working Mama Podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Welcome, mamas. Welcome back to another episode of The Working Mama Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Yvette Sitters on the podcast. She is an entrepreneur who has had a career that has really exploded since she had children. So she definitely throws out the, the myth that you can't have a career and follow your dreams and ambitions after children. She is a Gold Coast mum of two girls aged five and three, and she is the proud owner and creator of Manage My Wedding. Looking at her website, I wish I'd known about this when I got married four and a half years ago. She has two decades of international experience as a wedding and event planner under her belt and with a natural flair for organization and love of lists. Oh! woman of my own heart, I love a good list. Yvette began the brand as an APP and website to help couples conveniently organize their wedding from one easy to use location.
1: Welcome Yvette. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction.
0: (laughs) My pleasure. My pleasure. As I said, I wish I'd had this. I had multiple lists, Excel spreadsheets everywhere for when I was planning my wedding.
1: Uh, yes it's it's not an easy task no definitely <laughs> not
0: <laughs> so with that how would you best describe yourself
1: oh okay best describe myself I would say that I'm pretty energetic I'm very passionate sometimes too passionate <laughs> <laughs> I'm ext- I'm very self-driven um but I also think I'm quite grounded but I as the years have gone on, I would probably say that I'm finding I'm more and more um, loving being a quiet, relaxed, calm person at home. Although then I love as much as I love being a party person. So <laughs> I'm learning a lot about myself. <laughs> as we do once we're a mum and had kids. Totally, that's right. Yes, ever ever evolving. I think we are. <laughs> I think so. I think so. It's one of those things. The more you learn, the more you realise you don't know. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yes. And one week you think you know yourself and the next week you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been your
0: career journey to where you are today?
1: So as you mentioned, I've done 20 years background in events and um, weddings. So I've worked all over Australia and overseas. My, I did a big bulk of my career in London At the London Hilton on Park Lane which is an iconic hotel and I was the events manager there and that really for me was the kickstart of really my career escalating and changing and me changing as a person managing huge teams and big events Um, the hotel's known for running the BAFTAs and you know weddings for 1500 people and and weddings for the the queen and all sorts so yeah, that that was really where I knew then that I was definitely in the right industry um, and loved what I did so much. And at the time before kids loved that corporate world, I, I thought I did because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had no other responsibility. So um, when I came back to Australia and got married and had children, I then just took some time out to obviously have my first child, which was really enlightening I thought oh, I'm gonna have this year off my career I deserve it I've worked so hard and I had I'd worked 70 hour weeks you know and for, for pretty much most of my life and I thought I'm gonna have this year I'm just gonna love it I'm gonna be you know strolling around to the cafes and just <laughs> being a social butterfly <laughs> um and of course as you would know you have a child and you're like Ooh, that's not what I quite thought it was going to be and then decided that, yeah, the corporate world and seven hours a week was no longer for me, but I still loved the events and the wedding industry and I thought, it, you know, it's time to time to work for me. So that's how I've kind of ended up um, in this where I am
0: now. And I've got a little bit of a background not to such big in, um, events and it is definitely a very full on career. So, and it's very high pressure. So definitely take my hat off to you in that one. So mm-hmm. I understand it's not always for, for working moms, that craziness there. No. And so I understand after your second child, you didn't have much mm-hmm. of a mat leave because you decided to start your
1: own business. So what inspired <laughs> you to go on this path? Yeah. So I had my first daughter, um, Two and a half years before my second daughter. And I, when I was on maternity leave with her, I realized I wanted to start my own business. So I started, I knew that I ever all my friends and family I was constantly organizing their weddings for for, for free. And I was always giving them all my spreadsheets, my very detailed spreadsheets. And then I started to think, well, apps were kind of the beginning then you know, they were kind of coming to fruition and people were starting to use them more. And I thought there's not really any good apps out there that you can plan a wedding on. And that's kind of where it started. But I spent that whole two and a half years before I had my second child of planning and trying to find an app developer. And I just hadn't been happy with anyone I found. And on the side, I was doing contract work, working for myself, doing a bit of event work and all sorts of bits and pieces for different companies really um, and I and I did love that but again I had to leave home and leave you know be out of the, out of the house a lot so I finally found a really good app developer when I was pregnant of course with my second child and the app was ready to be launched when she was 12 weeks old uh, and it was the week of new year's and christmas oh. as well which is a great time to launch a wedding app because everyone gets engaged at that time yeah but a busy family time and busy with a newborn and actually to add to that i also was still doing some contract work which i'd put on hold but then the owner who i was doing work for had a bit of a midlife crisis and went missing in action. And I had to, when my daughter was only second daughter was two weeks old, had to jump back in or there was going to be no one paid in her business. And her business was going to not keep moving forward and felt bad for all these people in her, you know, who worked for her. So I went, took the baby to work every day (laughs) from two weeks old and then launched an app. So madness.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is amazing. (laughs) (gasps) Crazy
1: though, crazy. We always have to do things, us mums. Um, you know, not in halves, right? Like,
0: (laughs) no. When it rains, it pours. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) They. What do they say? Give the busy person, you know, something to do, and they'll get it done.
0: Is that you know? And how did you manage
1: with all that? Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You just do, you know. Yeah, you do. I'm a super organised person, which helps. But when you have a newborn organization kind of goes out the window you forget that you're organized you forget I think at the beginning what your processes and procedures for your own self and your own home alike. so at the start it was definitely challenging I there was definitely sleepless nights I also had a baby who had reflux oh no <laughs> so I would be sitting up at night holding her so she could you know not Bit, bit not be unwell and and I would be on my phone you know answering app support questions and doing as much as I could as often as I could whenever I had a spare moment wow <laughs> but you do you know you learn how to just get on with it and get it done really <laughs> you have yeah. to
0: and I think as well when it's your own business and something that you're so passionate about It's a different type of work. It's a different mentality. may not even feel like work because it's something that obviously you've been planning for two and a half years. That's really your third child of bringing this to life and bringing it into the world and helping other people plan their weddings.
1: Yeah, it's so true. You know, you you just want to, you want to help all those people that are supporting your business as well because it's your business and it's like, you. it's like another baby really. Yeah. So yeah, you get excited and you might be tired, but you just get, you just push through because you want it, you want it to work.
0: Yeah. And was the motivation for starting a business to be at home more with your two girls?
1: Yes, that was, that was a huge thing for me. And Also, to be able to make those decisions for my family to be where I wanted when I wanted um, and not on somebody else's terms. You know, I really wanted to be able to do those school pickups and those drop offs and, you know, be at, at all those wonderful events and not have to ask somebody if I could have time off all the time to do that. And that was something that was really important to me. I also really after a while of being in business, I really wanted to support other mummies. So I've got this really thing. I'm really passionate about only employing mums. Um, (laughs) So I might say that's discriminatory, but (laughs) you know, I, I want to help other, I like to employ other contractors, that want to have the same flexibility and have the same goals as me because i believe that mums deserve more support so yeah that was a really big thing for me
0: oh i completely agree <laughs> definitely it's very much about my personal values as well so at what mm-hmm. point did you realize that's what the life you wanted for yourself uh being home was it something you thought before you had kids or was it once you had kids you realized how your outlook and your values also then changed
1: yeah, I think it really changed for me after um, my first child. I I remember just being at home with her and thinking to myself, "Wow, like who am I now that I've had a child? Who who have I become? I'm I'm totally different now." Um, and yeah, I just. I could not see at that point and I think she would have been about six weeks old when I came to the real realisation very quickly that I was a very different person and that meant not going back to that corporate world and, and doing my own thing. Yeah. Did it shock it you? Kind of you? Yeah. yeah. It so I, my plan, you know, was to really um, go back into hotels and be the general manager and, you know, I had a really big, big goals working for someone though. So yeah, when it hit me, it was also a little bit frightening and a little bit sad. Um, but now, you know, all this time later, I'm like, it's the best thing I've I, that realization was the best thing that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely something that when you're first of all having a child, you're thinking, yep, I just need to get this kid out of me. And then it's when you become a mum, you realize how much your world and your outlook does change. Yeah. More than what you probably ever expected. I know that's for me personally was my realisation as
1: well. Oh, totally. But I also was just like, oh, my brain, I need to use my brain. I really missed that human connection. At the time I was in Adelaide with my husband because we we were there for work at the time and he's originally from there. And I didn't have a, a big support network because I didn't have all my friends and my family and it was very different. Um, And I thought, I just need human connection. I need to do some work. I need to do something. So that before the app, I could work for the app with my own business full time. That meant just doing contract work and going and working for other people. So at the time it was just finding anything to be me again, you know?
0: Yeah. No, we (laughs) all look for that identity of something that we can hold on to a little bit of normality as as a new mum. Totally. Absolutely. And did you have any internal critics or voices that with the self-belief to help you start that business? Because sometimes we can be our own worst enemies of, oh, no, it won't work or it's not going to be success. But obviously with a young child, also with reflux, there's a lot going Mm. on. What was really that boost and that confidence, even in yourself, that you knew that this business was going to be a
1: success? I I think that there's always so much self-doubt for anybody when you go out and start something new. And I remember there being really dark days where I was like, this is just not happening because I thought it was all happening too slow. Yeah, (laughs) You know, being really hard on myself and just thinking, Oh, I can't get anything done. Everything takes 10 times longer. And then having those, Moments where oh, I'm not being mum enough. I'm not giving my business enough, so this I just should give it up, you know. <laughs> and then there's those little achievements that you get. Um, and I remember the app in the after two months, it reached number one in the app store for wedding planning. And I remember that little win. Well, quite it's a big win, but at the time I thought it was little, but it's actually quite a big win. Thinking, ah, oh, okay little, you know, thought in my head changed to, I can do this, you know? So every time you get a little win, you know, you kind of holding onto hope of it changing. And that really, really helped me those little things. Or I would do some contract work for somebody and be like, oh no, this is not what I want to do. This is why I'm doing my own business. And, and, all every time those little things happen, I think they just build the courage inside of you to to keep going and keep pushing forward.
0: Yeah, no,
1: definitely, those little wins are so important. So and if, important. Yeah,
0: and have you had some challenges along the way, and and how have you overcome these?
1: Oh yeah, uh, like I said, everything took longer than I expected. That was always a massive challenge for me. Um, learning the digital world was. <laughs> <laughs> massive for me because I had come from a very corporate structured world that was very much um, people person face-to-face type of work I had no clue about the digital world at all so that was a a, a big challenge at the start now I don't see it as a challenge now I see it as, as a massive positive and how much that has changed my life but then I, I think that you can overcome well, I think that I've overcome the challenges and the negative te- negativity with just completely surrounding myself with amazing support and learning, and that is, has really helped get past those challenges and then I think though the biggest challenge for me this year was probably COVID and that's not unexpected. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, for the wedding industry, and my husband is in the cruise industry. Oh no. Yeah. So it was a real double hit. It was like an 80% like revenue income drop for us pretty much overnight in that first week of March. Um, And that was a big challenge, you know, thinking, do I just sell up, sell it now? Do I, um, do I just give up and getting through that mindset challenge, really that, that was tough, but then coming out of the other end and now being really Proud that I managed to sustain the business and keep it running, and is is now really exciting. So, yeah,
0: and it's definitely going to be a growth industry, I'm sure, as all these brides to be that have been probably madly planning over the last six months that they hope, as fingers crossed, restrictions begin to slowly ease around Australia, that they can then put all their planning into practice.
1: Yes, that's what my fingers are crossed for. I'm like, it's all going to just all of a sudden, I'm going to be ridiculously busy. (laughs) But I, I, and then of course, there's that little bit in the mind that's like, oh, but what about the kids? You don't want to be too busy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) It's always that struggle and it's probably the guilt as well between where you want to take your business and the growth opportunities, but then also the, the family uh, as well, and really having that blend and finding yes. that balance, isn't it?
1: It is. And that, it, I think the first year of business, uh, you're always, I was always struggling to find that, what, well, balance, I, that word, I think it is a horrible word because it's not, there's never a balance. There's never a
0: balance. <laughs> I think it's, I've, I've heard the statement, work-life integration, which I think is a lot more relevant these days.
1: Yes. And I say harmony, always so to my family finding some harmony, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first year was a real up uphill battle with constantly feeling guilty that you're not giving your family enough. Um, and I think you feel more guilty about not giving the family enough more than not giving the business enough. Cause you, my values are always family first. So that's, that's, I've come a long way from that. Yeah. Yeah. And how have you
0: created your business around your family?
1: Yes. So I, um, I'm very structured and I think that comes from the, the events background and I love a to-do list. Like I love to plan. My husband would tell you I'm crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I, I, I make sure that when I, I plan, I plan everything around the family first. So uh, my husband and I do like a yearly planning for the year we sit down together as much to his um, disgust when I first started it. <laughs> now he likes it. Um, and then I do a lot of monthly planning. I do weekly planning and I do daily planning and I make sure before I plan that everything for my family goes in first. Um, and that's taken me a while to get to understand that but and get good at that if that because at the start that's really hard yeah so um, I just make sure that I I prioritize their needs and my needs first I'm still getting I'm still practicing getting good at my needs (laughs) (laughs) like most (laughs) mums. yes but I put everything in first I put all the drop-offs and the pickups in first I put the grocery shop I put everything that is for my family in first and I put family time in and then I always put the business stuff in second you know and I find that that really makes sure that I'm not forgetting about you know what they what they need from me and also what's important yeah absolutely yeah and how are you finding
0: having your own business having that work life harmony as what you call it do you find you found that harmony or it's still a really daily plan and prioritization and the mindset shift is what you said.
1: Yeah, I love. I, I definitely think I've I have found it, but there are seasons that changes. Yeah. And you have to, as um, a mum, not just a business owner, but as a mum, I think this is even more important. Is you have to learn, and I think I'm finally getting to this point you need to learn when that season has changed. So in I'm, I'm referring to, you know, when one child starts daycare and then um, another starts school and um, when there's school holidays and, and that, you know, you have to, you, you, you think you've got it all together and wow, this has been great the last month. We're so on flow. And then that season changes. And it's, you know, one starting school and it's completely different. In the first couple of weeks, you're, you're flustered as a, as a mum and you got, ang- and I get anxiety when I get to that point. I'm sure a lot of people listening do. And you get the anxiety and you think you've got anxiety, but it's just the overwhelm. And I'm getting really good now at recognising. And I think that's what's so important mums to try and find is to try and work out when you hit that point um, right why am I feeling anxious okay it's because I'm overwhelmed why am I overwhelmed because everything's changed the last week or two and I haven't recognized that to make the changes in my normal routine so yeah I'm getting I'm getting there with recognizing that which is really nice
0: Really recognizing those those things, and I think uh, this year I know that I'm not a an anxious person usually, until really mm. COVID, where there was there was so much overwhelm, and then I realised, oh, okay, these triggers are because I don't know what's going on with childcare. What are the government doing today and tomorrow? It's just constantly changing here in Melbourne, so yes,
1: it is. It's,
0: <laughs> it's one of those things yes. that you've just had to go okay, and now I'm like, look, if something changes, I'm gonna worry about it then, but until then. I'm just going to keep going in my own little bubble, but it is, it's just, there's so many things. And I think it's even like from when kids are young, you have a baby and then they hit the six week mark and then they start doing something else and they go through a development leap. And you're like, just as I think as a new mom, I've got it. It constantly is
1: changing. Totally, That's exactly right. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just trying to find, you know, find where you hit that point where you're like, Oh, okay. This is why I'm feeling that way. What can I do it to change to change how I'm feeling
0: yeah and so do you write that down or is it more of just a
1: self-mental oh yeah okay oh that's right that's what's being the trigger today no so this is where it's been really life-changing for me and I mean life-changing I was trying to get away from that mental load you know everything in your head. And I definitely have, i have lists and I have diaries and everything, but there was still, I always found a bit of a mental load because there's so much to remember as a mum, never alone as a working mum or a business owner as well. And I remember once I did a, a training, it was on productivity and there were, and the lady, and I can't remember her name now, but she talked about family lists and it was just like, the best training I ever did. So I now have the family lists for everything. I have a morning weekday list. I have a morning weekend list. I know this sounds crazy. And my husband at the start thought it was crazy because it's, it's too much, but now he loves it. <laughs> I have evening lists. I have week weeknight evening lists and uh, weekend evening lists. I have a weekly list that I look at once a week for something for stuff that needs to be done weekly. I have a monthly, I have a quarterly I have a six monthly and a yearly list and all these family lists took time to to develop, but now the mental load is not, it's not there as much anymore because I just go to the list. Okay. What what, what do I do today? And it's all there and ready to go. And does it so, also,
0: did your husband also refer to that? So it's not just you taking on that mental load. It's then shared with your husband as well.
1: Yes. It's shared with him. So We have the list there in a, like a little little, um, flip on a flip chart in the kitchen, easy to get to. And yeah, he can go to it and he sees what his things are and what mine are. Like I said, at the start, he thought I was a little bit batty. (laughs) He's like, oh my gosh, you're like structuring everything. But now he just can't believe too, that we don't have to remember who has given the kids their vitamins, who fed the fish, you know, like if the list just has told us and we've done it. So yeah, it's really, really helpful. Really guess, helpful. Yeah.
0: And it's also from a, a quality as well in the home that you're both sharing. It's not just say yourself doing all those tasks like feeding the fish and feeding the kids and things like that, that it's actually then shared. Because I think that's where so many, particularly working mums you know, you, you already take on so much when you're on mat leave and then you don't necessarily get rid of those tasks when you return back to work. Yes. And then you feel like overwhelmed. Of, oh, geez, I feel like I'm doing everything. And you're taking on constantly more and more of that mental load. And the more I know in my own personal experience as well, the mm. more that you can share that, you know, it's so much easier and that you've both oh. got responsibilities on the way you're running your
1: family. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it feels good for my husband. He, I can see that he feels like he's, he enjoys contributing. Um, You know, before we did this, uh, I would sometimes fly up the handle. Oh, you don't help me. You don't, but they don't know to help you. They don't know. They, they can't read our minds and they don't think of everything like we do. So since I did that, it's really been empowering for him as well. And that has been a really nice shift to see in the house it's been really really good I mean it's even as detailed as you know you might be busy and as you're running around the house you walk past you think oh my gosh my kids their clothing really needs to be sorted they've outgrown all of that so it's even having those little things on there so you don't have to even remember when that's going to come up in the year so everything it's it's really really helpful
0: yeah and look whatever you can do to share the mental load I think that's one of the biggest things we we carry as a mum is and a working mum is that mental load and it's yeah, look, my husband actually he does all the washing, and he says if he didn't do the washing, nothing would be clean. Uh, but it's just <laughs> he's, he's now he's done it. And he's he did it a little bit before kids, but then now he's just taken complete responsibility for it. And I literally do not even think about the washing because he just does it all, and that's just his yeah. task, and it's awesome.
1: That's great and that's good that he, you've got him to do that and let him to do that because I <laughs> know no, how hard at the start it was for me. I'd be like, oh, my husband's not hanging that out properly. He's putting the pegs on the wrong yeah. spot and I'm <laughs> going to have to iron that now. But you get over that. <laughs> I get over it. My
0: husband actually doesn't let, even let me put out the washing because he goes, no, you don't do it right. And I'm like,
1: okay, <laughs> that's fine. Oh, he's fabulous. <laughs> good on him. <laughs> well, that's fine if you want to do it that's all right. That's all right. It's so helpful though. Just having someone help you do those little things just makes such a difference.
0: Yeah, definitely. And do you have any other tips and tricks that has really helped you along the way in having a business, being a mum, you know, and and the different roles and and hats that you wear? Yeah. I
1: mean, a really big tip is no matter what, <laughs> find time for yourself, but find that time early before anybody else rises. And I know some people are like, well, I'm not a morning person or that just doesn't work for me. But when you can just give yourself some time to be alone on your own before the sun even comes up, if you have to, before the house rises, you just makes you such a calmer different person ready for the day um and i started it's called the miracle morning i don't know if you've ever heard of it no i've not heard of it yeah it's it's um written by a person called hal elrod and he invented what well, he called it the miracle morning and it's literally just getting up an hour before any, anyone else and just doing a little bit of exercise i do a bit of meditation i do a bit of journaling and i i find that just so um sets me up for the day and makes me calm. It helps create that harmony. Cause if kids wake me up first before I get to wake up and have me time, I'm not as pleasant. I'm just I'm starting off on the wrong foot and it's not it's not always joyous. <laughs> <laughs> so that that would be a really big tip. If you can and if you're like, whoa, I'm not getting up an hour before my household, even if you give yourself 10 minutes to just get up and have a coffee on your own. And and write write how you want to be for the day. Then that ten minutes can honestly be completely life changing for your day, every single day. Yeah, That's
0: it's really that thing. mindset, wouldn't it be? It's just setting yourself up, like really filling your cup, and and also yes. by journaling as well. it's, it's really that yeah. mindset?
1: Absolutely. My husband always says to me, "Oh, when I if, if I haven't got up and done it because we might have had a late night or something, and." The kids will wake me up, and I, about an hour into the day, my husband will say, "Oh, you should have done your miracle morning this morning <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh, clearly it
0: does work <laughs> yeah. when he's recognizing it, it definitely might yeah. mean something
1: That's right, yeah, but it yeah it, it is it's filling your own cup before anyone else's, and then you know you don't have to worry about trying to fill it up when you've got little kids climbing all over you when you're trying to do some emails, you know, you've already done it first for yourself and made yourself number one at the moment that you woke up. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a bad thing to put yourself first occasionally as well as a mum, is it? No, definitely not. Definitely not. We definitely could be better mums when we put ourselves first. Yeah. I always say, you know, you can't love somebody else unless, unless you love yourself first. So it's really important. Yeah. Well said.
0: And so what advice do you have for other mothers that have a business idea that's going on around the back of their their mind? Because it's something I know that same scenario as yourself, people go on Mat leave and they're going, oh, I don't know if I want to go back to the the corporate slog, you know, the 40, 50, mm. 60, 70 hour weeks. You know, I want to have more time with my children and I actually want to do something for me rather than slogging it out for, you know, the corporate world. What advice do you have?
1: Yeah, I I always say what's the worst that can happen if you do it and you give it a go? And um, if you don't do it, will you regret it? Because, you know, if if you... think that you're going to regret it and you don't do it then what's the point in living right like it's just you've just got to try you have to give it a go there's always going to be um a job available if if you if it doesn't work out or if you work out that's not your thing um but there'll definitely be bigger regrets for something that you always had in your mind and didn't put to fruition
0: i guess we've only got one life so we may as well live the best one that we can at the time
1: Absolutely. Definitely.
0: And when's the right time to start? Cause even amongst friends, uh, I've had different conversations and they'll say, Oh, I'm going to do some, maybe some contract work on the side, see if I like it, but I might really level up once the kids are all at school or, Oh, wait till I'm on mat leave. I'll then, I'll then see where I can take it. Is there a good time to start or is it just, yeah, you know, sort of almost progress over perfection type thing?
1: now, yeah, (laughs) now, I always say, just do it now, you know, and you sort of touched on it just before, you know, we're always saying, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when, and it's the same for trying and starting your own business, you know, Uh, I might give it a go when it's the same thing. So I say now, now is always the right time and the best time.
0: Should you have a little bit of a savings account, put aside, you know, that rainy day account to help you as a financial buffer or is it, did you find being, uh, working on the business in parallel uh, as Mm. still working and taking some contract work was also useful for really not starting from scratch completely?
1: Yeah, I did find doing, although it made made me busier and I, I hate those words, but although doing contract work did make me busier it was definitely good having that on the side because i think as you start your own business and as it sometimes changes into what you think it's going to be at the start or it takes you a while to work out yes this is exactly what i need to do or no you know what that that wasn't really me i might try something else so it is always good to try and have that there for a buffer but i think once you don't need that money then let it go as quickly as you can <laughs> don't I hold on to that, no i held on to mine probably a little bit too long and i definitely think it held back my mindset on making more than i than i was at the time so yeah
0: and just quickly on the mindset how did you find your mindset changed going from that corporate mentality to wow? I'm a mum and I've got my own business that's got an app that's number one on the app store, a successful podcast that's heard all around the world. Like, have you? Can you believe where you've now gone? Because by the sounds of it, you thought, yeah, I'm going to be the GM of this ho- of a hotel, very successful. Previous corporate career, and now you've got a very successful business. How have you found your mindset shift change in that journey?
1: Oh, when you say it like that, I get a big smile because I'm like, oh, we don't often think about it enough. Um, As a as a mum, you're like, oh yeah, I've achieved that. Great, back to changing nappies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So to hear you say that makes me actually really appreciate it in the moment uh, right now. (laughs) But it, it it's it's a totally different mindset. Um, I think it's a totally different mindset. I think that when you're working for someone and you're and you're achieving all your goals there, it, it's quite an easy, free-flowing mindset. I think you don't have to overthink it. Um, but once you are a, a parent and then you're trying to look after a family and achieve all your business things. Um, you have to constantly be working on that mindset to keep it positive and to keep it strong. So they're so different. They're totally different mindsets. Yeah. Completely different.
0: (laughs) And are you enjoying still uh, being a, a business owner and really seeing the opportunities of where it can go? And is it meeting the goals that you had hoped that it would?
1: Definitely. Yeah. I, oh yes, yes. And yes. And yes, I can never imagine um, not working for me again. I actually, if I think about it too hard, I feel sick <laughs> um, because I just couldn't do it again. Cause I, it's so nice to be able to put myself and my family first before someone else's business. So yeah, it feels amazing. Oh, that's so
0: good. And I'm sure so many people and mums listening would be like, ah, oh, yes. So, what advice? What's your last little bit of advice for women or mums that have got that idea or that desire to work for
1: themselves? What would you say? Um, I would say, like I said before, give, give it a go. Don't think too hard about it and talk to as many other mums as you can get out there find a network find some support and talk to as many other women that are mums and running their business because we all want to help you um we want to help each other succeed there's nothing better than watching other mums do what makes them happy so yeah go out there find your network and give it a go That's yeah what I would say and yeah. Yvette and I are uh,
0: we actually connected through the social methods society that Tracy Harris run uh which is a very supportive uh community for women and there's a lot of mums on there that are willing to help each other up and really help each other level up which it's definitely one of the better communities I've seen around to to really help it yes. so yeah Um, that's supportive and sadly sometimes I think in the corporate world you see women that are willing to take each other down but I think when you've got small business owners as working mums they're actually willing to help each other out a lot more and I see the the small business community as a lot more supportive and collaborative and I'd say it's sometimes co-competition at times as opposed to the corporate world that can really be a dog-eat-dog world.
1: Yes absolutely totally yeah I agree
0: (laughs) Uh, and lastly, what do you do to fill your cup or have you already spoken about that from what you did said earlier?
1: Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, I, I'm not a person that needs to go get my nails done and that sort of stuff to fill my cup. I do like it when I do do it, but I, my cup I find most filled when I get up, like I said, that bit earlier than the household to take care of me first. Um, walking, I love to walk. And especially in nature and on the beach, that makes me feel really good alone. And I love to go out and dine once a month on my own, like alone, like no friend, no no one with me and just sit and enjoy being on my own and enjoying a really nice meal. That's something that I absolutely love. And I always put in my diary to make sure that I connect with two of my friends a week because um, I find that 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 really reminds me of who I am and I'm not just a mum and I find that that really helps me gives me some self-confidence and feel really good again ah sensational that's great advice and lastly how can
0: people connect with you and your business and your podcast and everything else that you've got going on
1: yes so I'm on Instagram at manage my wedding and facebook manage my wedding and the website is managemywedding.com surprisingly (laughs) (laughs) wow that's consistent (laughs) (laughs) i also have a personal account on instagram which is just event sitters but i'm not on there as much as my business so yeah
0: well congratulations on everything you have achieved from really that goal and the mindset shift that you went through about wanting to create this life around your family and putting your family first and in the background also then creating such a successful business. So going forward, I wish you every success and uh, look forward to watching your journey. And thank you so much for sharing your hints, tips and advice on productivity and also inspiring other working mums to go out there and follow their dreams of creating a business.
1: So thank you so much, Yvette. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to have been on here. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast catch-up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and join in the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, mama is M-U-M-M-A or website, www.workingmama.com.au I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues especially those that are parents managing the juggle and I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast thank you and see you next time have a great week